A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Today, I'm going to be joined by one of my favorite guests, Dr. Paul Herkel. He's a naturopathic doctor. He's been with us for a while. He's very familiar with the program. His wife did the program. I believe his mother-in-law did the program. And he's been answering the questions of our members I think for a few years now at this point, but here's what I want to say about Dr. Paul. We're not afraid to break it down and have really real conversations. There's a lot of myths and myths, truths out there, and we want to bring you the real deal. Now, I've made a list of all the questions that you want me to ask him today. There's a lot to cover. The most important thing we want to cover today is the basic supplements that we are suggesting on the program and the plan. And the first thing I want to talk about with that is this is not a supplement program. So you do not have to go out and spend hundreds or thousands of dollars on fancy supplements in order to be successful when following the program. It's just that supplements can help supplement. They can help fill in the blanks. And let's face it, a lot of you, because this is weight loss, are coming in here having done pretty restrictive diets, starving, depriving, neglecting, not giving your body the nutrients that it needs, which can leave you at a deficit. Plus, when we're talking weight loss, we're also talking health issues that you may have as well, Um, issues with hormones or digestion or, you know, whatever it is, supplements are there to supplement, to fill in the blanks until your body is able to get the nutrients that it needs by strengthening your digestive system, or you're able to break down the foods that you're eating so you get the nutrients that you need. Now, if you don't believe in supplements, that's okay. These are definitely not make or break. A lot of times we hear things like, well, I can just eat what I need. If I'm eating all this healthy, nutrient-rich foods, why do I need supplements? Well, an interesting thing that I learned from Dr. Paul, he's going to join us in a few minutes, he's just having a few technical issues, is that in order to get what you need for some of these nutrients, you'd have to curate your whole diet specifically around trying to get these nutrients. And then it comes down to the nutrient value of certain foods, and then it comes down to how your body processes and digests and breaks down those foods. So it's a lot more complicated than you think think to get the nutrients that you need from your foods. Now, we're going to talk to him about how do you know you need supplements? What kind of supplements are you looking for? Um, you know, should you go to your doctor? Um, this this brings me to the conversation. A lot of people are going to ask, what, what do I need and when do I need to take it? So what we're going to do today is cover the basics. And these supplements, they're not probably what you think. They're not fat burners and ketones and magical, mystical things that are, you know, going to radically help you lose weight. These are supplements that on the most basic level are going to help your body function on, on a on a higher level, work at a level that we needed to work at so it can focus on fat loss. A lot of them work synergistically and together like omega-3 and vitamin D and magnesium. These are so basic that pretty much anyone can take them. However, if you do have any questions about interactions with medications you're taking, about you know if this is the right supplement for you, that's what this conversation is about. So today in the group and also in the book, if you have it, we have a list of the suggested supplements. Um, here's what I'm suggesting. You you review the information. You listen to the conversation today that I'm going to have with Dr. Paul. You make a list of ones that are resonating with you. Oh, I think maybe I could benefit from this, or I may, maybe think this could be a good idea to add in. And then what you want to do is really have a conversation with your healthcare provider. So we've been getting a lot of feedback lately on members kind of getting tired of, of us saying, you know, go check with your healthcare provider. We have to say that because we're not your doctor. We don't know your health history. We're going to try to answer the questions the best that you can. We've a lot of um, basic information, like why you know vitamin D is important, what you want to look for, how to actually get it in food sources. So it's not all or nothing. It doesn't have to be just food or just supplements. You know, we also talked about things you want to keep in mind, any interactions, and ideally the best time to take the supplements that we are suggesting. But 
you're going to want to grab a pen and a paper, especially if you're taking other medications. You're going to want to make, make note of when is the best time to say, take certain things. Any interactions that you do have with other medications, like, for example, thyroid medication. Um, for some thyroid medications, you're suggested that you wait about 20 minutes before you add anything else in. So this is where you're going to want to make a list of the ones you're interested in, right? Make note of notables, like when to take and what to take with. Some of them are great great to take with food. Some of them are great to take on an empty stomach. Some of them are better in the morning. Some of them are better in the evening. And a lot of them just come down to when is convenient for you. So you'll ask us, when should I take this? When should I take that? Well, we don't know you. We don't know your lifestyle and we don't know any other medications that you're taking. So you're really going to want to have conversations with either your pharmacist or your healthcare provider about them. But we're going to try to keep you as informed as possible because at the end of the day, that's what we're all about. We're about bringing you the information. We're, we're about, you know, empowering people to be advocates for their own health. So lastly, because I can see Dr. Paul is here and he's in the waiting room. When it comes to weight loss, it's not any one thing that you're taking that's going to help you lose the weight. It's everything that you're doing in combination with this program. So if for whatever reason you maybe can't afford supplements or you can't take certain ones, you don't have to worry about that. We've been having this conversation on maximizing the last couple of days, all the things that you can do besides the food, besides the water and the supplements, right? So it's not any one thing or how it specifically helps you with weight loss. It's about how it all comes together. Are we good to bring on Dr. Paul, you guys? Are we ready for Dr. Paul? No, I'm ready for Dr. Paul. Should we get this conversation started? All right, let's bring him on. Let's bring him on. Hello. Hey, good morning. How are you? Well, a little rushed this morning. Uh, that's, uh, That's the nature of sometimes technology. You have to kind of pivot and do some things. Uh, but I was recorded at my home studio and I have to go to my office because the internet's been shabby there lately. But I'm here. I'm psyched. Thank you for the patience of your members. Great to meet everybody. Okay. Um, I know we have a lot of uh, a lot of returning members, obviously, but maybe a quick intro for um, some of our new members who are not familiar with you. Sure. Yeah, great. Um, so I'm a naturopathic doctor. I've been in practice uh, over 12 years. Um, I have a lot of experience in the nutraceutical industry as well, which is the the industry and the groups that create uh, natural health products. And so that's a lot of what I'm going to be focusing on or conversation with you. Um, I have, as an actual doctor, I kind of have to look at everybody um, that comes through the door from digestive health to hormonal health. But I do have a focus in chronic pain and concussions. But that's kind of, I think, the beauty about natural product medicine, Gina, is that you have to kind of try to get at the root cause to address underlying issues. So we look at deficiencies. We look at what type of processes like inflammation, for example, are happening. What can we do to help repair the gut so you do get better absorption so you don't have as much inflammation? And so these are one little snapshot into what I do in terms of the way I look at patients. Yeah, I love that you mentioned that. And I guess we should really talk about naturopathic medicine for a second because that I've had so many aha yeah. moments with you. There, There is a reason why we have health food stores and pharmacies full of supplements because there's a lot of science behind them now. They are super beneficial. Um, you know, a little bit of a twist on, you know, like medications that you're taking for certain health issues. There's a lot of things that you can add in besides yeah. prescriptions from your doctors to be beneficial. And there is your doctor and your, your, your family doctor and your healthcare provider, which is so essential for, you know, managing your health. And you should be checking in with your doctor along the way. But there is this whole other realm and area that, let's face it, our doctors just don't have time for. That would be, I mean, it would be amazing if they did, but they don't. And there's, you know, when you go to your doctor, they usually treat you for that thing that you're you're dealing with, not necessarily trying to figure out why you have it, what can you do about it. And in terms of what you're saying, holistic approach, there's there's a lot that you can do. It's just like dieting. You know, the diet industry is like, okay, you got to lose weight eat less, exercise more. That's how you do it when it's like, there's so much more to it. And the same goes, I think for your basic healthcare, you know, when you go to your doctor and you, maybe you have inflammation and he's like, okay, take this pill and then, you know, lose some weight. Like there's, there's just so much more that you can do. Yeah. I mean, you just touched on so many different points there that we could probably just expand on just very briefly. First of all, um, we have to understand the strengths and weaknesses of every single healthcare system that we're, that we're part of. So for example, yeah. your family doctor 
your primary provider, primary care provider, wherever you are in the world, might be a nurse practitioner. Their intention is to kind of keep you uh, alive in more emergent and kind of like really urgent situations. So, for example, if you have pneumonia, you don't go to a natural family doctor; you go to your family doctor. Um, yes. However, if you have IBS. Uh, and you have chronic gut issues, your family doctor probably is not going to have some good solutions to you. And that's where there's a role for naturopathic medicine that is complementary to uh, conventional care. And I'm really a big advocate of multidisciplinary complementary medicine. That's not just what a, you know, the alternative, which is siloed medicine. So you go to a cardiologist, mm-hmm. you have issue. you go to a neurologist, you have a neurological issue. I see this all the time, Gina, where patients are being bounced around to different specialists. And then the, the reality is that a lot of times they have, ex- they're experiencing symptoms and they have issues that are multi-systemic. They're not just in one realm. And so that's where the kind of People will fall through the cracks. And that's where I think natural medicine really shines. And I think it's a matter of not replacing one with the other. It's about how do we add that type of philosophy and that type of care to your healthcare team if you want to level up? Yeah, I mean, that's why I love having you on because a lot of people just don't even know what their options are or what can they do. They feel at a loss. They're just waiting from one doctor's appointment to another. And I've experienced this with my kids and my own health. It's just like months go by and you're trying to figure out what's going on and you're suffering and then you wait for another doctor's appointment and a different specialist. And it's just like, and there seems to be a lot of lack of communication. So there's a lot that you can do. So I do want to talk about things you touched on, hormones, inflammation, digestion, these are big conversations that we are going to uh, have with Dr. Paul at another time. I think he's coming back in another few weeks, week five. So you're going to ask us when you're trying to lose weight, you know, how come my weight isn't moving? What can I do? It is way too early at this point to judge how your body's responding based on what's happening on the scale or not. It's still normal for people's bodies to, to not be focused on the scale and to be working behind the scenes. The first conversation we need to have is because if you go and you say, you know, well, what about digestion? What about hormones? What about this? We need your body on the most basic level to be healthier, to even really take a deep dive into these other things. So there's, there's some surface things. I think we would call them that people can do first. So I just want you to know, we're going to have that conversation. We're going to go into hormones and inflammation. We're going to go into digestion digestion and and all of that but today we're going to talk about the most like first line of defense or the most basic things that you can do in terms of supplements is that is that the right way to say that yeah i I would say absolutely i i think that the basic foundational supplements uh you know i have this kind of mantra that i share with people is that the most powerful impactful things are often the most simplest things and people often overlook it to like what's the latest kind of like weight loss um, supplement or what's the latest kind of like cutting edge nootropic supplement that's going to boost my brain function. The reality that I've seen played out over and over in actual reality with patients in practice is that you're going to really get the most benefit on getting vitamin D, B complex, magnesium. And you, once you have optimized those, then it provides the basic building blocks, Gina, for your own cells to function. And so I yeah. really encourage people don't overthink the supplement um, piece. Uh, I think the, the the list that we're going to talk about today has been kind of curated over time uh, by you and your team, uh, and I and I've talked about this now for a number of years with you, and we've kind of gone over it over and over. I think that yeah. this is a great place to start, and yeah. I hope that anyone that's listening, whether you've been doing supplements your whole life, um, can level up a little bit, and people that are brand new to supplements, and there are sometimes. You know, they're sitting in my office here and they're they're intimidated by it and they they want to know a little bit more about that, how that can help them. And hopefully that is going to be very helpful for you as well today. Okay, let's get into it. Why supplements? Like why? Why? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I like that you just open, uh, open it up with a nice open-ended question like that. Well, first of all, um, we have to look at a couple of realities. Number one is that in a perfect world, we wouldn't need to supplement. And just if you look at the definition of a supplement, it is something that you are going to supplement your diet with. That's why they're called supplements. Uh, and there are many situations, more than I think most people would appreciate, that kind of lend themselves to, you kind of need a little bit of extra. For example, the most easy, the simplest one from where we're from, Canada. Uh, vitamin D comes from the sun. 
And we don't get much sun in Canada unless we have, you know, uh, go on vacation. So vitamin D is made when we're exposed to the sun, when it's at a certain degree uh, in the sky. It's not going to be present and available in the winter. And so you need to supplement in the wintertime to make up for that. So that's an example of something we have to top up there. And you can, I can kind of go down the list of all the other supplements. There are certain situations, like for example, many medications deplete B vitamins. So if you're on medications, if you've ever been on medications, for example, the birth control pill, there's some research showing that B6 is depleted when you're on the birth control pill. I, you know, if you're on a, a blood sugar medication, metformin, you get depleted B12. Uh, Acid-locking medications deplete magnesium. These are well-established, well-known. Most pharmacists will tell you that these are deficiencies that happen. So just now start thinking about your life. Okay, have I ever had a time where I didn't eat well? Okay, well, you know what? I, I can think of a couple stressful years. Have you ever had a time that you had lots of extra stress? In stressful times, your body requires more building blocks, Gina, to properly function. So that's another reason we need to supplement. Maybe our dietary intake is not going to meet our needs. And then finally, when it comes to diet, what about if have you ever tried crazy yo-yo diets? Have you ever tried going vegan for a while? Have you ever tried to do uh, keto before? All these diets, especially the more extreme you go, they have the ability to deplete you of nutrients. They require extra nutrients. So these are just a couple of the main examples of situations that supplements actually are very necessary for a lot of people. Crazy. <laughs> I mean, I, my mind is just like, just in what you said, like, I, I love what you just said because it really just shows it's, it's so much bigger, you know? And we do have to talk like real quick about the fact it's a supplement industry is a, like a, I imagine a good, gajillion dollar business. And, you know, everyone's trying yeah, to sell you this, billions, sell you that. Dollars. Yeah, and trying to sell you this and sell you that for one-offs, especially the diet industry. They freaking—they're all over this, you know. Trying to and sports I- I- industries and oh my goodness, it's so okay. I I really got shook on the Met Forum thing with the B12 because I know there's a lot of people who are pre-diabetic and you know di- and and living with diabetes and you know something as simple as that. And then they're they're wondering why they don't have energy and their their body can't focus on weight loss beyond just like blood sugar. It's actually causing deficiencies. Right. My whole brain was just like because your doctors and I'm, I'm not slamming doctors. Doctors are amazing. I'm a huge advocate of doctors. We need them. We want them. We love them. But a lot of times that, that that they're not giving that information. So now you're taking this medication, read the little info packet that goes in it, but not specific about you want to be mindful maybe of, you know, looking into supplements because of the side effects of medications that people are taking. That's that's uh, that's a bit of an aha moment for me. Dr. Paul still with us. Hello. Is he frozen? Yes. <laughs> Hopefully he'll come back in a minute, but I hope that you guys were listening and I hope, I hope that you heard that, you know, because it's, it's so much bigger and this is why you need to be in, are you back with us? Hello? I'm back. I'm back. Okay. I was just saying like what you just said there is why it's just so much bigger than taking a supplement for this or that. It's really, it's really understanding that trying to make your body healthier is more than just there's so many reasons and things that you're working. I don't want to say working against, but you have to take a holistic and realistic look at your life and what you've been through and what your body's been through and health issues that you have and medications that yes. you're taking, you know, and uh, uh, to the point, this is, I love why we're having this conversation, but this is also a good reason to seek out a natural path like yourself to try to help you yeah. figure this all out. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I think that um, a lot of times we overestimate how good our diet's been and how healthy we've been. Uh, and unfortunately, yeah. there are lots of things in this environment, in our world, in our lives that are conspiring against getting us good nutrition. And so I, I really have, I cultivate a healthy relationship with food and with supplements. And so I think if you look at a supplement as an extension of food, we can look at it as a bit of a different category than drugs. A lot of times patients tell, tell me, um, you know what, I don't want to take medications and I don't like popping pills. You're totally right. I, I want to get as much through food, but we also have to be real about our situation in life. If you're unhealthy in this program and you're trying to turn your life around in terms of your health and you're overweight and you have chronic health issues, 
the chances are your body has not had the right nutrition for a long time. And so what can we do now to level up, Gina, to change our nutrition radically, but also saturate our bodies with as much nutrition as possible? And that's where we have a, there's a role for supplements. I also think about supplements as kind of like a, a faster way of getting to our goal. It's like a little bit of a power boost. You know, like yeah. you ever watched the, you know, gone in 60 seconds, those guys are racing down the, uh, the street and then hit that nitro. It's kind of like, if you want a little bit of a boost, it's the cars, you're still going to go. Diet's yeah. the foundation, but supplements create an ability for you to kind of get there a little bit faster and replete yes. those things that maybe it's hard to find diet. I haven't even mentioned a lot of foods while on paper, for example, leafy greens have lots, lots of magnesium in it. If you're low in magnesium and you've been low in magnesium for years, you're not going to get enough of that magnesium to really get those levels up in a, in a way that you're going to feel better in the next three months. It's just yeah. not going to happen. The reality is, is that these nutrients are not as densely packed in our foods for the, for the simple reason that we are living in a supermarket culture. The bananas you got were picked green and now they're sitting on your shelf, uh, shelf at home. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to, it's not going to be as nutrient rich. So anyways, I think we've, uh, we've done a good job of creating a case that there is a role for supplements. And now yes. I think it's good to talk about, you know, what some of the specific ones that you, you've chosen and um, yeah. how we can maybe apply that. Okay. So before we get into that, how would you, I just want to quickly, how would you know you need to take them? And here's where with these, they're so basic that if your body, if you've done the diets, if you have health issues, if, you know, if your body's storing excess fat, you could probably benefit from them. In fact, they're yeah. so basic. They all come in children's versions. Um, yeah. Again, you, you want, you want to read it over, listen to the conversation today, and then have the conversation with your, your healthcare provider. If you have any questions or concerns, um, Dr. Paul, nor do I, nor do I team know your health history, or anything you got going That's on, right. or any interactions like that. So you can ask this a million times. We've outlined the basics in the book. It's also available in the app, ideal times when to take. So let's get into it. You mentioned vitamin D before. So I personally, it's one thing people will say, well, it's the summer, it's sun is shining. I was outside today. I personally am one of those people that don't absorb it. I know that um, the doses have increased. Uh, we'll talk about recommended doses and, and what's that? It's, is it so D, why do we need it? And is it D, D2, D3? Do you have to add K to it? Can you take pills? Do you take liquid? Yeah. Go. Good question. I, I, vitamin D is the most common common, uh, common supplement I, I get questions on. Okay. I want to start with a little story um, before we get into vitamin D because it's really, really relevant. So in my clinic, what? we are a multidisciplinary clinic that actually is a teaching clinic for medical residents. So these are medical doctors that, that cycle through our clinic uh, and they, they learn about everything we do. And, and they, one of the sessions, they have to sit down with me as a naturopathic doctor. And most of the time, I always ask them, kind of, you know, you know, what do you know about naturopathic medicine? And we always talk, we end up talking about supplements. And so the standard line that medical doctors are, are taught, and by the way, they get maybe about two hours of nutrition in all of their four years of medical school. So they really don't have the, the, uh, the background to be able to kind of counsel you on supplements. And so they either default to, I don't know anything about it. Talk to, you know, your nutritionist or naturopath, or they might say it's all nonsense. Don't do anything because you don't need it because they don't know about it. And unfortunately, it's a little bit of an ignorance thing. Nothing against my esteemed colleagues. So the story goes as um, the, almost every one of them says, you know, do you test vitamin D? I say, I'm t I test vitamin D all the time. Um, and they say, well, I don't. Um, and the reason is, is because um, everybody's deficient. And then I, I retort back of being like, well, um, have you, have you tested your patients? Do you know? And there are a number of patients that I test that they don't need to take vitamin D in high amounts because their levels are adequate. And then there's ones that are so low that taking the, the recommended health candidates of a thousand IU, which is what's on every label now is not going to do diddly squat. So I think you need to look at trying to be evidence-based on, on testing if possible. So things like D12, iron and vitamin D, you can test in blood and vitamin D has this really broad spectrum anti-inflammatory anti effect. It has this bone supportive effect. It has the ability to decrease fatigue and muscle pain. Uh, it is a neurohormone. So it really does 
so many things in the body, Gina. A lot of people, uh, you know, feel loneliness in the winter, and one of the reasons could be that they're low in vitamin D. It's not the only reason. There is such thing as a seasonal affective disorder that's not related to vitamin D, but um, you definitely can have a mood impact. So vitamin D is essential for almost every single kind of cellular function. And there's a lot of different ways you can get it from a supplemental form, but you're mainly looking for something called D3. D2 is what's found on your milk box, which is the fortified uh, type of D. And that is the fungal form, the one that comes from mushrooms. It's not well absorbed. It's not the ideal form. D3 is the closest form that you get to the sun. You can take it as a capsule, you can take it as a liquid, but because vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin gene, meaning it's dissolved in fat, it's stored in fat, you want to take it with food and you want to take a liquid form of it, in my opinion. So that's okay. a drop like that when you're holding up there, yep. or you get the little soft gels. Those would be ideal. Um, a couple little extra things to remember. Um, so take it with food. When I say take it with food, that usually means you take it when you're eating kind of in the middle of your meal. Uh, so don't take it between your meals. You don't take it before your meals. You want you, what The reason between that is you want to actually get the uh, fat dissolving component that's uh, produced in your gallbladder bile and lipase to properly absorb it. The same thing goes for fish oil, which I know we're going to talk about shortly. The same thing goes for CoQ10. So the same thing goes for any fat soluble vitamin like vitamin K, vitamin A, vitamin E and D. These are the fat soluble vitamins. So take it with your meal to get uh, to get optimal absorption. We can you- <laughs> I, I, we caught you. <laughs> before or like at never in between wow okay a game changer okay i love that um people are gonna ask for brands so we might as well just get into that right now with like yeah so first of all let's we have like we're in 131 countries right now with our podcast and people listening to us all over the world so different different right. we live different places in the world you're going to get different brands how would i mean obviously if you if you have real underlying issues you want to head to your natural path they're gonna they get yeah. they have access to specialty lines that you know are good but you know i go to the i go to the health food store dr paul says i need some d3 what like do i like talk to your pharmacist yeah. talk to the the, yeah. the specialist but how this is the more money i pay going to get me a better quality product what's what's the deal yeah so in in the foundational supplements most of the time uh you you can go ahead with getting one that is in a reasonable range i think the specialty supplements really come in when you um when you're starting to look at like more complex formulations, so a lot of what I use in my practice is brands that I find um, are very trustworthy because they do third-party testing. They're very reputable. And again, I can tell you so many stories from my experience in the nutraceutical world formulating supplements is that we tested, we actually went in and we tested vitamin D when it had one particular um, additive in it called sucrose. A lot of people are like, I don't want sugar in it. Well, there's a tiny minimal amount of sugar. And what that does is that actually keeps the vitamin D from decaying. And so then we purchased one that had no sucrose because everyone was clamoring for no sucrose. Remember, anytime you eat a piece of fruit, you're getting you know, a, a million times more sucrose than you get in the vitamin D, just FYI. Yes. Okay. Uh, the, the, basically, the sucrose was keeping the vitamin D stable and so you the, the this is the difference between kind of like the 599 brand versus maybe the 2099 brand is that you might get the the higher quality especially towards the end of the shelf life so there is a there is a definite you pay you get what you pay for um yeah. but in general speaking like things like vitamin d I'm not going to get into brands because like you said, you know, first of all, I can't give you specific recommendations. It's impossible. It's against my regulations as an ND. Secondly, yeah. um, look at the key principles that I'm going to outline for you. Like the, we, even in, I, I read again, I read over, I read over your book. Uh, I read over your book and oh, what happened? Yeah. Are you good? Oh, we're good. Okay. There we go. Um, my computer just went dark. Uh, technology is not loving today. Um, I read over your book. You have lots of good recommendations in there. So things like, for example, taking with food, looking for a fat soluble vitamin, looking for a dropper form, but pay attention to the dosage. Sometimes, you know, now you can get a dose that's 5,000 in the U S you get a 10,000 dose, you get a 1,000 dose. 
And so this is where kind of knowing what your levels are at are going to dictate what dose you're going to get. So just maybe pay attention to the label. Always read the label of all your supplements so you're going to be able to know how to properly take them and what dose you're taking. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Okay, so someone, you can, it would be amazing if people could just go to their doctors and get blood tests. A lot of people just don't have access to that for whatever re, for whatever reason. So then it comes down to, I mean, all these are, are so super basic. If you're having a hard time losing weight, you're not feeling great, you have extra fat, you could probably benefit from them at that point, but we don't want to, you know, necessarily do that big blanket blanket statement. But what about minimum recommendations? Like, what is that about? Is that, is that like, you know, so when we talk about water, they're suggesting 2.7 to three and a half basic body function. Obviously, if you exercise more, you, you know, you, you're, you live in a warm climate or you whatever you need more Are supplements the same way. Is that just like a basic starter 101 and then go from there? Like, I mean, again, ideally to seek out a natural path, talk to your pharmacist, talk to your whatever, but do we just start with the recommended dose? Yeah. So I would say it's a good starting point, Gina. So uh, again, all the doses are based on, uh, you know, varies in country like us, the FDA doesn't regulate the doses. Canada does a lot better job. I think regulating the doses and ensuring that at least there's an evidence-based dose in there. So I think if you're Canadian, as an example, I'm not familiar with other places in the world, but that's a good place to start in terms of the recommended dose. But again, that's a starting point. So for example, I'll give you a great one with in terms of vitamin D. What the research shows is that if you're overweight, meaning you have more fat mass, there's a greater chance you're deficient in vitamin D. Um, that's what the research is showing. So you may need more. Um, and again, there's a number of mechanisms for that. There might be because the inflammation is a little bit higher. Adiposity is an inflammatory tissue. And so when you yeah. have higher levels of inflammation, you're not going to be absorbing things as well. That could be that. Also, um, fat soluble items are stored in fat. So maybe it's locked up in adipose tissue and it's not accessible in blood. So you're right. Blood testing is not option for everybody. I know that there's a cost associated with your doctors not willing to run it. Not everyone has access to it. By the way, that is getting better. There's technology now looking at, you know, like doing a finger prick vitamin D test. You can do that. You know, there are things that are helping uh, solve that problem and, and kind of close that gap. But in general, start with the recommended dose. And then if if you have an established efficiency, that's where you're going to need that personalized recommendation of being like, okay, you know what? I need to now do 10,000 IU vitamin D because I'm deficient, for example. Yeah. Uh, so that's, um, that's, I think, a good place to start. Okay, let's move on to omega-3. Um, why and does pills matter, liquid matter? And that's one that I, there's, I picked up one that it's like flavored. So where do we, I know this, this is so many questions. Where do we stand on? Cause some of the things products have flavoring in them. Is that, is, do we need to be mindful of that? It do, is it like better to whatever helps us get it down. Like, where do you stand? I guess, where do you stand on, on flavoring of products? And then we can get into the omega-3. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, any sort of liquid product is um, going to be flavored in some way, um, usually. And so this goes for the magnesium column, which we're going to talk about shortly. This goes for omega-3s. Like, rem- I don't know if you remember when you were a kid, Gina, if you were to call liver oil, like this was not like fun stuff. It was nasty. A lot of people have this like PTSD of like, you know, their parents shoving cod liver oil. And, you know, there was a reason that we did that uh, from a medical perspective, because cod liver oil is very rich in vitamin A and vitamin A is not found in a lot of foods. And vitamin A is very important for your immune system. It's very important for eyesight. And so there are reasons why people do cod liver oil. Now, fast forward to 2023. 
fish oils taste way better than they did back then. And then the, partly is to do with the way they process things. They're, you know, triple distilled, molecularly distilled. They, especially the higher quality ones, like you picked up, I believe that's a Nutrisy formulation that, you know, that's made in Canada here in, 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 uh, in Halifax. Uh, that's a Nutrisy as well. There's many other fish oils. So there's, you know, the, the quality of the fish oil does make a difference uh, in terms of taste. And then finally, there's lots of different flavors to get in the kids, to get in at people that don't love the texture. Um, I guess there isn't a great answer to this, Gina, because it's kind of like, you know, do you do you do you drink bubbly, which has natural flavor in it? It's all kind of the same type of thing. Like natural flavor is not really natural. It's a synthetic version of natural so if we want to really be like to the letter of the law with like avoiding any sort of artificial sweeteners it's not a sweetener but it's a flavor so i think it's not as awful for your microbiome it's not as impactful to your blood sugar regulation because you're going to want to eat more if you're getting sugar but it is a flavor so um i'm going to say that uh it's probably a lesser of of the artificial sweetener versus artificial flavor evil but i don't know uh, uh, let me ask you what do you think this is an area maybe you've thought about especially when it comes to my kids taking things i'm like just take it just just take it not everything has to taste amazing but i do understand some people have a hard time getting things down so i think you know for some things like magnesium whatever if it's got a bit of flavor in it it helps you but no one needs like chocolate flavored this or you know what i mean um also this is my lead up and i'm smiling about gummies because we have to have this conversation again gummies. (laughs) like i don't even let my kids do gummies i just think it's just common sense you can't it's a gummy like, where do you stand on yeah, that? Yeah, I, 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 I'm much more hardcore against kind of gummies. And and I honestly, I've tried them all. So, like, I agree with you to your point that, you know, if you're really taste averse and you found, like, a, an omega-3 that has a bubblegum flavor, then go ahead and take it. You know, I think the yeah. benefits outweigh the detrimental effects. I'm going gonna, I'm yeah. gonna to say that. Um, yeah. The amount that's in there is, is really, really small. And it's not like you're, you know chewing that gum uh, that's flavored, you know, four times a day. Um, now, when you go to gummies, now now we're more in the realm of, okay, you're probably getting some sort of sugar in there. You're, oh, and if not sugar, you're getting something like an artificial sweetener. So remember, there's a difference between a sweetener and a flavor. Uh, secondly, like just from a practical perspective, I, uh, coming from like the, the formulation side of things, there's a very limited amount of, of material, of medicinal material you can put in a gummy. So the trade-off with a gummy is that while it's, tastes good and you kind of get this like little like feel good Flintstone moment, you're going to get very little of a therapeutic substance. So like look at the, the ingredient of any of your gummies. It's probably minuscule. Uh, and so, you know, I, I think that there is a, there is um, a degree of, we have to have some logic behind what we're going to do. And you're going to have to train yourself or train your kids to be like, I'm okay with it. Like I have people that couldn't stomach um, the simplest thing now doing bitters, you know, just a matter of kind of like getting used to some things uh, and your taste buds will adjust. And the other thing to consider, and this is really a good referral back to your program. A lot of times people go into this program with kind of like the, the, the easy way with their diet. Everything's easy. What tastes good? What feels good? I'm just going to fuel myself with the convenience and flavor. Um, and your diet, Gina, is asking people to rethink that, to be mindful about their diet. So if we're being mindful about our diet and not chewing gum and not drinking pop and not uh, you know eating things that are just making us feel good, so we're emotionally eating, why don't we be mindful about our supplements too? Let's be mindful about everything we put in our, our bodies. So maybe just a little food for thought for people out there is that, you know, I, I say this all the time. The secret sauce to the Livy plan is that it's, it's a mindful eating plan. It gets people to think about what they put in their mouths. And I think you need to also do that with supplements and not take the, the low hanging fruit and the easy way out, which is what gummies are. 
Woo! Love that. Okay, let's love that. Let's yes, we, we and we don't also don't want people taking things because weight loss either. That's not it. Like we don't make any money from you guys going out and grabbing any of these supplements. Like that, I think that's really important. Doctor Paul, he don't he don't get paid shit to come on here. <laughs> he I know what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, like we don't benefit like- from that. Um, so we don't want you just like blindly running grabbing anything. We we want you to be informed and understand right. why why you're. Okay, back to omega-3. Why? Why, why, yeah. why, why, why? Very simple. This is the easy way to understand. Every single one of our tissues, our skin, our organs are made up of cells. If you broke it down, each cell has this little layer. It's like a border around the cell, and it's made up of fat. And the health of your cell has a lot to do with that layer, the health of that layer. And when you don't have enough omega-3s, that layer is stiff, and it's not able to shift uh, in, for example, bloodstream, for example, and there's going to be more inflammation and there's going to be poor communication that happens. Omega-3s get incorporated into that fatty lipid bilayer for any of the biochem people out there. And that bilayer becomes healthier. It communicates better and it's able to have a better anti-inflammatory resolving inflammation response. And so that's what inflammation, uh, that's what omega-3s really at the core do. They, yes, they lower cholesterol a little bit. Yes, they have a benefit on insulin. Yes, they, they might lower uh, the risk of some cardiovascular disease. But the, on a cellular level, they're making your cell borders and communication inflammation response healthier. Woo! I mean, I'm just, my mind is like, we could just probably talk for an hour just on omega-3 at the end of the day. Okay. We could. Um, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. For real. Um, and, and just just brain health too. Like just well, like yeah. brain health, heart health, all the health. Um, okay. So can I talk about dose for a second? Gina, can I talk about like omega-3 yeah. dose? Because like a, a yeah. lot of times people come in and then they, they show me their omega-3 brand, and, and it usually is a Costco brand because it's like very affordable. Um, and again, nothing against uh, I shop at Costco a lot. God knows um the bills are huge, but anyways. Uh, there, there, if you look at the dose, omega-3, if we're going to start looking at doses, the most omega-3s that are kind of like a one a day or a two day, they're for general heart health. That's what the research shows. So I just want to be clear. If you're trying to lower inflammation, taking the standard Kirkland type of omega-3 is not going to do anything for that. It's going to help you just for general cellular and cardiovascular prevention, but if you want you to support your brain, if you want to support inflammation levels and decrease those, that's where you have to go to the higher doses. And that's why you look at the shelf and there's a whole shelf of omega-3s. Talk to your natural doctor, talk to your pharmacist about, okay, so which one's the one that's appropriate for me? Do I take, you know, any kind of one a day of any capsules? You ask me the question, what's better, capsules or liquid? Both is fine, just that there's pros and cons. Liquid, you got to consume quickly. You can't leave it standing around. Definitely have to put it in the fridge. Cannot expose it to light for very long. You take it out, you put it on a teaspoon, you you consume it, and then you want to consume that bottle within the month. If your bottle's been there for six months, chuck it. It's going to be rancid. Okay? okay. The capsules, the pro is, is that you're going to have less oxidization. They're going to stay um, in that capsule, not going to be exposed to oxygen. However, you're going to have to take more of them. So most of the time, the dose, I don't know, what's the dose say on that one, Gina? If you look at the side of it, uh, what's the right? 1250 milligrams. EPA, yeah, so that's DHA. The total, that's the total omega. What's the EPA and DHA component of that? There should be it a says EPA, EPA and DHA, 1250 milligrams. So it doesn't have it broken down independently. Yeah, so I would guess it's probably about 300 and 200. Oh, each sorry, each. sorry, yeah. Sorry, EPA um, proportion, 750 milligrams, DHA, 500. And how, what's the portion? Portion is 1.78 grams. So one per one soft gel, and this is probably telling me to take three. Okay, all right. So that's actually a pretty good dose one. So exactly, if you look at the dose, you got to take three to get the full benefit. So just pay attention to the, the amount that's on the label. Generally, decent quality supplements will tell you the right uh, uh, dose. And so most people are like, well, hold on, I was doing one of those. Well, the label says three. So you kind of have to like do that. Anyway, so that gives you a little idea there. I love, I love the conversation because that's really important because a lot of people, they look for cheaper products, but then you need to take more of them. That's right. I don't know that it's actually saving you any money. And then when people buy expensive ones, they think, well, I'm just going to take half of it 
and right. they're not getting the dose that they need. The final thing I'll say, I had one patient, a super difficult case, um, but fish oil made a huge difference for them switching over to a specific type. But what we noticed with this person is that they actually got reflux after taking one type. I believe it was the Nutraceed, which is a good brand, by the way. We switched yeah. brands, just switched brands, didn't discontinue it. And the reflux went away and felt and she felt a lot better. So sometimes it's about, you know, maybe it's not agreeing with you. Maybe you just need to try a different type. Something to okay. consider if you get, you know, some sort of reaction that you're like, okay, you know, and I'm giving up on the supplement thing. You know how many side effects to, to medications people have to go through all the time. Like I tried an antidepressant. No, it doesn't work for me. This one makes me cuckoo. So I got to go to the next one. So don't get discouraged the first time that you're like, I don't get that perfect response right away. Right. That's such a big conversation. And I've experienced this. My ex-husband is really sick. He's on dialysis and, and all it takes a bunch of medications. And it was like, he would have a side effect to one. And the doctor would be like, well, just take that one out, double up on this one, try this one. And I'm like, are you going to do a blood test? Isn't there any science behind this? And he's just like, no, we just know what it, we know what the medications do and we add them in and we see what they do and how they work. And if they don't work and there's side effects, we switch yeah. it up to something else. And that even the dose, I was like, yeah, double right. up on this one. How, how, how are we going to just double up on it? Like we, we, there's got to be more science behind that. And then it, this is there isn't, you know, oh, there isn't. That's the crazy part. There's no testing. There's no testing. And even with some like supplements, sometimes we have like, you know, we're going to lay this stuff out and people are going to take them. And, and then they're like, I don't, you know, I got some reaction. Well, there's, there's a chance that can happen and there's no test that can say, well, you know what? This person's got a good candidate for CoQ10. You know, like there, there's, it, it's only, we can only tell are you deficient, but we can't actually test like this particular product and its compatibility with you. So there is a degree, it's like a doctor's dirty little secret. I don't like talking about it too much, but like this is kind of, there's a bit of trial and error to this. This is medicine. It's always has been. And until technology comes out that we can actually personalize all this stuff uh, to that level, then we're going to continue to have a little bit of trial and error. That's the, I mean, I look at that as the body is being incredibly beautiful and incredibly fascinating where you know it's not a cookie cutter art you are not a research study so sometimes you can have the most well-intentioned research-based protocol put together or supplement or drug and then you don't react well and it, it, those people that are listening to this you know who you are you know you feel like you react yeah. to everything so don't yeah. be discouraged by by any of the things that we're talking about today uh, sometimes changing a person's diet, uh, you might actually notice that there's detox reactions that happen. Don't just get discouraged. This is the yeah. time of the, of the program where you should start be, you should start building that momentum, creating those good habits. And I really think, you know, there's a great book that, uh, I forget the name of it. Um, maybe it'll come to me. It's about, um, the, the best cures in cancer, like these miraculous cures that happened. And they looked at the kind of seven things that were the kind of, um, you know, the foundation commonalities between all these people that experienced these radical things called, it's called radical remission. I forget the doctor's name who wrote it. And one of the key things was they took supplements. So something about taking supplements is an indicator that you are willing to level up your health and go yeah. to that next level. So there's yeah. a psychological aspect to what we're talking about. We haven't actually talked about that ever, Gina. So that's a little pearl that um, that I think we've never never shared with everyone. If you're taking supplements, um, you are doing something that is further solidifying what you're doing with the Livy program. You are creating compliance and adherence by doing that. Yeah, I, I, I'm just, I wrote down podcasts. We got to do lots of podcasts with you. Cause I think we, you've got, we, we would have a lot of fascinating conversations that I think people would be really interested in mm -hmm. what you were saying about the omega three and the dose. And, you know, if you have other bigger health issues and all of that, like that's that, I, I hope people really understand just on the most basic level, how they can help. You don't, you don't have to have all these health issues to benefit taking yeah. supplements. It's just, it's just the way we live, our stress levels, the diets that we've done, the, you know, COVID, I haven't talked about that, people getting sick, people getting the flu, people getting food poisoning, people just, you know what I mean? All of that, just, just this, we're talking just the basics here. Like we're just talking on yeah. the most like simplistic, basic level. I also think we should say one thing, and we haven't addressed this yet. And and I I wonder if there's people that are listening that are probably skeptics. Uh, maybe they're from the medical yeah. field, and I, I want to speak directly sure. to them right now. Um, you know, they're saying, you know, oh, there's no research behind it, and it's true. We want to have 
anything we recommend that we want to have research behind it. And so I want to, I want to tell you that if you've been told there's no research behind supplements, unfortunately, the person that told you, or maybe yourself, you haven't taken a, a good hard look at what some of the evidence is. Um, yeah. There is lots of evidence on probiotics. There's lots of evidence on vitamin D. There's lots of evidence on magnesium. In fact, every neurologist that has a migraine patient is recommending magnesium to every single one of their patients. Now, mm-hmm. it's a standard pro- uh, protocol. Naturally, doctors have been doing this for 50 years. And now, finally, in the last five years, the neurologists are catching up. So um, there is lots of research supporting each one of the things we've discussed. Um, and you just have to kind of look at it, but there also is this so far, what we've just talked about, we've appealed to just logic being like, if you're not getting enough of these nutrients, get more of them. It's kind of like, um, you know, what's Mm -hmm. the evidence behind the Gina Levy program? Well, it's a compilation of a lot of different pieces of evidence that just makes sense. But the best evidence is we have hundreds and thousands of people that have gone through it that have a really positive effect. So there's that evidence too. Um, and so there's the, doesn't make sense evidence. There's the research-based randomized placebo control evidence. And then there's the um, clinical experience, practical reality evidence. So as a clinician, I pull all of that together and I, I, I create a case of why somebody should be our probiotic. So when someone says evidence, I don't just look at randomized placebo trials. I look at at that as a start, but then it has to be like, does it make sense physiology? Yes, check. Does it make sense for that patient? Yes, check. You know, they have gut issues. There's research on a particular probiotic for IBS. So this is a good way to start. Now, this is how we kind of create the case for all the supplements we're talking about. And you should also look at what you should apply to yourself. So if you don't know where to start, this is a good foundational place to start with. Um, But if you're confused, if you have medications, if you don't know where to go, that's where you need to get that next uh, level help. Find a colleague of mine and work with them. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got it. I'm watching the time. Um, Magnesium, you mentioned it. I know you're a massive fan of magnesium. Huge. Love magnesium. Reason is, is that, Number one, so many people are deficient in it. Number two, it has uh, so many different physiological function. It is one of the main minerals that is responsible for producing the, the energy currency in our body called ATP. It helps with decreasing inflammation. There's research showing that it decreases a marker called C-reactive protein or CRP, which is a marker of inflammation. It has benefits on blood flow and vasospasm. So anybody, for example, there's research on it with things like hot flashes. So hot flashes are, yes, estrogen and progesterone going down, but it's also your blood vessels are spasming. Magnesium is antispasmodic. Tight muscles. I mean, you can go down the list, Gina, uh, with all the indications, research. I, I wrote kind of a a little mini ebook on magnesium a number of years ago. And I was just blown away by all the ways that it's required. A great little thing that a lot of people don't know is that you need magnesium to activate vitamin D in your body. So if you are deficient in magnesium, it's one of the reasons why you're not going to get enough vitamin D into the active form. So if there's synergy between a lot of these nutrients, B vitamins yes. and magnesium, potassium and magnesium, calcium and magnesium. There's a relationship with each one of these things. We could talk about this for hours. So magnesium is just one of those like linchpin minerals that are very low in a lot of people's diets. A lot of people have reasons to need more magnesium. Like for example, you have tight muscles or you have inflammation. And there's a lot of things that will deplete it further. A lot of medications, you don't get as much in through your diet. So that's the kind of perfect recipe for why I love magnesium because a lot of people need it. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of different kinds of magnesium. I suggest the citrate. It's just easily absorbed. It also helps work with melatonin, does help with sleep. Although if you take it during the day, it doesn't make you sleepy. It can help with bowel movements as well. Mm -hmm. There's also different types of bisglycinate. What what do you have? What say you on type Um, of magnesium? The simplest thing is that just first point, don't use mag oxide. Mag oxide is a laxative. That is the one form that doesn't have a good absorption profile. But after yeah. that, if you use glycinate or citrate or malate, uh, you know, any one of those forms, those are the main three that you find in the health food store. Uh, those all have fairly good absorption. Uh, and after that, in terms of capsule, it comes down to convenience, Gina. So like uh, I'm, I, some days I feel like having a magnesium column at night and that's my ritual. Some people love it. I had a patient yesterday, 
hates the taste of magnesium. And they were like, I'm doing capsules. Fine. No problem. Go ahead and do capsules. So like really whatever form you get, take it. I recommend, here's a little pro tip. I recommend having both a capsule and a powder. So you can have the capsule on the road. If you're in a car, if you're at work, it's more convenient. But a lot of people like the habit of, all right, I'm taking my magnesium, call at night. It's going to be my rituals, my signal, turn off your devices, get ready for bed. Now it's that little thing of like, okay, now I'm having that magnesium. And I have to say, I know you're a big fan, Gina. You're the one who kind of really got me on magnesium. I wasn't, a, I wasn't using a lot of it, but a lot of people are saying that they get good, deeper sleep when they take magnesium. It doesn't knock them out, but it, it's no. kind of sleep. You'll get deeper sleep. I have observed that. Love it. We'll talk more in our next conversation about, again, reasons why your weight might be slower to move too early to make that assessment now. But digestion, um, food sensitivities is part of that. So um, we got two more products we want to talk about, probiotic, prebiotic, and then uh, digestive bitters. I know they're they're all kind of beneficial to digestion. So maybe like touch on them quickly and then we'll uh, revisit uh, when we see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we're going to talk about gut. I think a lot more as it pertains to things like inflammation. So very yeah. simple probiotic. It's the grass seed. If think of your gut as a lawn. So you want to put that in there. So what the product yeah. you have is a probiotic and a prebiotic. So prebiotic yeah. is the fertilizer. You need both, but you do not have to take them at the same time. A lot of people make that confusing. You don't have to yes. take them at the same moment. It's the same reason that you don't throw fertilizer and grass seed on your lawn at the same time. You don't need to that. Ideally, probiotics are used to correct the underlying issue, and prebiotics are used to maintain a really healthy gut microbiome. So in a perfect world, if you have no gut issues, a prebiotic probably will be adequate. But if you have some gut issues or if you want to really make sure the first session you you met your leveled up, take you can feel free to take both. Um, if you are taking it and you're not noticing any difference, that's okay. There's effects that it's having that's maybe deeper on a more metabolic level. Um, maybe stick to it for the first three months. And if you still have no gut issues, maybe at that point you can revisit it in future sessions. Uh, prebiotics have a whole bunch of benefits because it now starts promoting the growth of good bacteria and the all the substances those good bacteria produce. I mean, I just get giddy thinking about all the different things we could talk about when it comes to uh, things like butyrate and short chain fatty acids and all these like super fascinating molecules that your microbiome produces for you and your cells to keep you healthy. So your gut is really, really important. And then finally, digestive bitters, or did you say enzymes or bitters, you know? Bitters. Bitters, yeah. So bitters promote the secretion of your body's own enzymes. So it's kind of like this thing that you take before you eat. This is the one thing you want to take a little bit of water before you eat. You want to taste the bitter because that stimulates the the digestive mechanism. Remember, there's a gut-brain connection. And when you're looking at food and you start salivating, that's a normal response. You're like, wow, I'm really hungry. The same thing happens in your gut. Your gut starts producing those stomach, that stomach acid and enzymes. And yeah, there you go. You're ready to go. Perfect. Before your meal, 10, 15 minutes, take your bitters. It takes a bit bitter. You get used to it. And a lot of people, their digestive issues that they have, kind of indigestion, that can, just taking bitters can make a big difference. Yeah, this uh, this has become my, I had some digestive issues. It's become one of my favorite things. So probiotic, prebiotic, digestive bitters, how would someone know if they need it? I mean, does everybody need it? Or how would, like, what are, what are, yeah. how would you? I try, no. I try to address that a bit, Gina. So if you have gut issues, all three, um, if you've yeah. tried any one of them and they don't make you feel good, it all means something. So for example, if you take bitters and you're like, wow, my stomach pain and nausea is way worse. That would be something to see your doctor or a naturopath about. If you take prebiotics and you're like, my bloating is 10 times worse, that could mean that you have something like SIBO. We'll talk about that more. And that's a bacterial overgrowth that's present because you're fueling those bad bugs. Something to talk to your your naturopathic doctor about generally. And same thing with probiotics. So if you have a good response, great, continue it. So that's one way. If you have a negative response, that tells you something about what's going in your gut. If you have gut issues, IBS, uh, if you have gas, bloating, uh, constipation, these are all things that all the three things that we talked about can help. 
Well, I, we could just go down the rabbit hole of that conversation, but we're just going to leave people wanting more for sure, because I know they're <laughs> going to get more because you're going to be coming back. I mean, we have some old podcast segments that people can go back and yeah. listen to them and get so many good tidbits in there. Um, but thank you for your time today. I know people are going to reach you're out. You're a very busy man. You can contact him through his clinic. We will add the contact information. Uh, Paul Her. Herkalndhrkaland.com. Um, you know, you can, if you're interested in working with his team, you can reach out. Uh, you can also follow him on Instagram, Dr. Paul Herkel. Um, he's always talking about this or that. And like me, giving away so many good tidbits because he actually just cares about people actually making a difference in their health at the end of the day. Dr. Paul, I'm already excited about our next conversation. I wrote, about, I wrote down about 15 podcast ideas. So. <laughs> Yeah, good. I love it. We'll keep it coming. Well, well, thanks for having me, Gina. It was great to uh, it's great to be on as always. And I really hope that everyone listening had something that they pulled away. I'm excited to kind of w- walk with you on this path and journey uh, over the next three months uh, as you're doing the Gina program. And if you're new, welcome. And if you're an oldie or one of my patients, I'll see you soon. Take care. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Have an amazing day. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com